This is Health Matters with Sipla. Welcome to Health Matters. My name is Ryan O'Connor. Now, this week's guest is an extraordinary entertainer, singer, songwriter, producer, family man. He's been gracing audiences across the country, across the world uh, for decades, and he still looks like the day I first met him. Ladies and gents, Emo Adam. <laughs> like the day you first met him. I love that. I love that. Thank you for having me. Listen, thanks for joining us. Uh, they say that laughter is the best medicine. Is that right? I think it is. I think it is. I mean, it, you know, it, it definitely heals uh, certain parts of the soul. Mm. Um, and, and, you know, us as community-based audiences, it has gotten us through tough times. Absolutely. If you can look at your own reality and laugh about it, yes. then it's most definitely the best medicine. You grew up in a musical family. You were surrounded by music. Musical influence was always a part of your life. However, that doesn't mean that naturally or automatically that would make you want to fall in love yourself. Um, was it something that you, as far as back as you can remember, you were always in love with or did you have a, at, at all a, a kind of a pushback at first? You are extremely poised at, 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 at the setup. I like it because you say, you know, you kind of, you've gone into, I was forced into it by my dad. Like, so if we're like going to get don't have a choice. Yeah, yeah. You're going in. Yeah, it's, it's, I don't think it's, a, it's one of those things of like, like if your dad is a Manchester United fan. Yeah, then you will be for life. You just, I mean, like there is no options. I think because my dad was like honed in, in Cops and Clubs and the Malay Choir. That was his vibe for years and years and years. I have to be honest with you. I think I was against it from the beginning because I didn't get the whole, why do you have to push, push the narrative of heritage yeah. and culture and, mm. and, and stuff? Until you go overseas and then you find that's actually what sets you apart sure. from everyone else. You actually have one up Got you. for them. So when I was uh, staying in America for, for a bit and, and in Europe, it's actually the accent and, and every time you say, now I'm from South Africa, they're like, oh my God, you're from Africa? <laughs> then you realize, oh my goodness, we actually have a lot to offer and that's what you should embrace. And I think that's kind of the moment mm. that I realized Ooh, 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 wait, wait. And that was still at the age of what, 13, 14, 15, right about there for the first time. Prior to that, I was just like against it all the time. I was like, okay, we're going to see Yelte Klops at the This is like becoming crazy now. Isn't there other experiences? Isn't there other influences that we can, you know, draw from? But um, now I'm happy that, that I've embraced it because, as I said, it does give you that cut above the rest. It does. And I mean, you, you're a great storyteller, which doesn't, again, mean because you come or because you've embraced a history or a story that you can tell it well. 100%. You see, that, that's another whole ballgame. And not many people can communicate really well uh, through story, whether it's music, whether it's an art form in terms of a, 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 a movie or a, or a TV show or a play. You've managed to grasp the essence of a really good storyteller and translate it through entertaining. That I think that is that is knocking it on the head. Um, I enjoy so my first theater experience. I will never forget it. The reason why I love theater and laughter and everything that goes to part with that is the fact that you are controlling the rhythm. Yes, you are controlling the beat. You are in charge. You know when to press the right button. It's similarly to when you are emceeing at a gig or sure. you know you are setting the tone through what you are saying. You are setting the narrative. You know what you want people to feel. If it's joyous, your, your beat goes up. If yes. it's sad, you go a bit somber. Um, but that first experience when my dad took me to Artscape, which was Nico Malan <laughs> back in the day, to watch the sound of music. Yeah. 
um, and and also with those key clear because that's the only time you actually wear those clothes when you go out and when you go to church or whatever mosque. Yes. Mujay no net taisina. Other others other than that is bare feet yeah. outside Spielman and Blocky. Okay, yeah. But that experience in that theater changed my life. And I, the reason why I got into laughter and comedy is because I felt if life is this sad for me, sure. growing out of hardship, then I want to up the ante. Yeah. I need to change that experience for me. And if I feel like that, I'm sure other people feel like that as well. Yeah. And I think that's when comedy started seeping in, is looking at what the reality of what's going on and seeing what is the funny beats sure. in that reality. I like the word beats that you use there because it's not only through uh, acting and it's also through through music. And you're, you know, you again talk about how you present yourself. You you when you're on stage, there's an energy that you that kind of oozes easily out of you. That's quite contagious, you know. You've actually got to go and, and sometimes turn it off. And you know, it, it must be a tough thing to do because I, you know, in a, in a, in a slightly similar position where you've got to wake people up in the morning and motivate them for the day ahead. 100%. That drains the heck out 100%. of you. 100%. You know, you're not the same person at home and understandably so. You know, it's impossible to be put on a performance day in, day out that people expect from you and still to go home and deliver that same It's like when people meet you in the mall and say, Marco, a joke? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like, like what? <laughs> what? What do you do for a now? I build no boys. Um, because you have to be mentally sound mm. and present. Yeah. So it does take a lot. And and a lot of people don't know I'm the extreme opposite mm. at home mm. to what I am on set. In fact, if you had to compare myself and my brother, look, man gives you the Excel Altet say also see bad boys. Okay. You know, when it comes to stage. He's like the Will Smith. Yeah. Very cool, yeah. calm, suave, velvet voice. I'm like Martin Lawrence, always trying to catch up and stuff. But off stage, we are reverse. I'm cool and calm. And he's extremely funny off stage. No way. I swear to the living. And a lot of people don't know this. So it just shows you how those roles um change. Yeah. Yet we understand each other's dynamic when yes. it comes to stage. Yes. You know what I mean? But the reason why I choose laughter over everything else is because it has saved me mm. psychologically, mentally. Come on. That's the right time when you want to be crying. Yeah. <laughs> And then the guy says, you know what, just go. Just go. Just go. I don't have time for you today. Oh, jeez. <laughs> that, that is amazing. Um, I want to talk a little bit about, because during COVID, a lot of people, well, they did nothing. A lot of people just thought, well, listen, entertainers can't entertain. People can't yeah. work. Um, livelihoods were lost. People still, you know, they, they still talk about, do you remember everything that we lost during the times in COVID? You decided to do something that was really special. You teamed up um, with our friends at Sipla for a project called Lean On Me. Yes. I think is so special. 80 celebs personalities. I'm in that video too. 100%. Oh my um, God. I'm getting goosebumps again. It's, it's, it was so incredible. What made you want to do that project? What What's was special about you getting involved and saying, come on, we've got to do something for the people. So there's a host of things that it touches on really. I mean, for the first, for the first part of it is like, 
I could possibly have gone through depression and not know because I would say in a colored community that is not spoken of, you know, as of there's no, like when you sneeze, you know, okay, I think you're getting the flu. Mm. Like depression doesn't have that element. There's no telltale signs of like you're going through something, right? So whether I, I did or not, I don't know. Mm. But what I, but what I knew is I could see there was a shift in the atmosphere, like people's morale is starting to become a bit low and stuff. So um, at the moment when I started talking to Sipla, they were like, we want to do something to motivate people. We want to just get, then I was like, yeah, what about lean on me? You know, Bill Withers, lean on me. And what I loved about that message was the fact that it just lets people know whatever you're going through, you're not alone. And that was the motivation for me reaching out to you and a host of my other celeb friends is because if I'm going through it, they're going through it. So if we all can just be a part of it and show other people like, listen, you're not alone, just stand together and stuff. So that was uh, quite a challenge to pull off in itself, the yeah. project, because everything was done <laughs> via cell phone. Correct. The mixing was done via cell phone, the recordings, the audio, the videos, um, but eventually when that went to light, people came to me and said like, listen, mm -hmm. this is actually yeah. inspirational and, and, and we loved what you did there. And, and so it was actually just my part to getting myself out of that funk mm -hmm. with the hope that it would get other people out of that funk as well. It was brilliant. And there should be a, a follow up to that because that was so special. People still talk to me about how you managed to rally people from their mobile devices and you activated a it group was, of individuals it was to, crazy. to help others. It was crazy. During a tough time. And I think that's the time also when you find out what our technology today can yeah, actually do. Yeah. Prior to that, I was just like, voice note, yeah, but and <laughs> now I'm coming five minutes. Like that's yeah. that's the extent of it. But exactly. this was just like a whole production production on phones, and Absolutely. that was just like this is insane. You, we all made it through COVID. You made uh, made it through COVID looking great. How do you? And, and I'm being serious. I mean, I, I've never known a duck emo, uh, overweight emo. Uh, uh, we talk about first of all uh, health in terms of weight. You've yeah. you've always been in good shape mentally. As well, we talk about talk about how tough it is to deal with with, with mental uh, issues. Yeah. How have you managed to stay strong in twenty twenty three? Oh, that that question is power, dude. Oh. That question. If you were Simon <laughs> Cowell, <laughs> I'd be losing this competition. <laughs> you, you know that is a very very important uh, um, interesting question. I think it's 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 knowing your strength and knowing your weakness, mm. knowing when it's okay to ask for help. Sure. Because a lot of people is blind. Yeah. You know, that's the, the blind spot that they don't see. Mm. But if I have to be honest, it's also just that fact of having a phenomenal, I mean, I've seen you with mm. your family as well. I think just having that phenomenal foundation, like when you go home, you know, it's home and your people are there. And, you know, when I, when I spend time with my kids, I'm like, oh. Okay, this is why it matters. Spot on. Do, do you know what I mean? Exactly. And so I think that is what got me through. Mm. And a lot of people don't know this, but myself and my wife was running an undercover um, soup kitchen for a year. <gasps> Going out to communities and, and feeding them and stuff. And what helped us was obviously wearing masks. masks. Nobody knew. Nobody knew. And we chose it that way because we didn't want 
ah, did you know Ima was here? And now, now, now it starts becoming All of a sudden, well, he hasn't come to us yet. Yeah. So, so this was, a, and not just that, but like food drops to bread and yes. veggies and whatever we could afford at the time. Just like, hey, what are you now? For 10,000 yeah. and we can drop a whole truck. I'm like, yeah, bring the truck. Exactly. We go there and there and there. Um, so this was all part to keep me busy. Got you. Because I think you start getting into that funk once you fall into that mm. notion of, oh, we're yeah. in COVID, there's nothing we can do and stuff. Mm. So I think this was my time of self-growth. Yeah. Uh, still making sure that as when you're on stage, you still have a duty to look decent. Yes. You still have a duty to be uh, sound it's mind, body correct. and soul yeah. present, yeah. you know. Because people pay for the car, they don't have any problems. No, exactly. Spot on. They want they they come to get away from theirs. They coming away to to get away from theirs, and, and that's and that's what it's about. So so whether I'm on stage, whether you behind the mic, mm. for that two to three hours that you're on the air, they want to be transported yeah. away from this yeah. real life. Mm. You have to put them in a journey. That journey includes music. Yeah. It includes a course. Yeah. It in, includes a comedy. It includes absolutely. So the reason why I go hard at performing mm. because I know I have one hour sure. to change their people's minds Absolutely. sitting there. Yeah. And the reason more so why it's important when I realized it was important, this was, I think in 1992, playing Bloemfontein in the winter at Vascout. Mm. Bloemfontein is the coldste plek. I was al bij Alps. Alps was warm, but as Bloemfontein. It's the only place where I performed yeah. with a pajama pants yeah. under my pants. Yeah. One of us were cold. That's cold. <laughs> the moral of the story is uh, because it was this cold, we were performing in a market tent. I think it seated about 500 people mm. and there was about 20. Ooh. And the band was just like, your people's not coming out. I'm not like, listen, a show yeah. is a show is show. a show. Yo. Let's go. Let's treat it like a rehearsal. Let's have fun. Whatever we go on. Home run. Osmark jokes as if there's 500 people sitting there. At the end of the of the show, there's about 30 people coming forward. And, uh, you know, one lady is giving me this handkerchief. And, you know, I'm, I'm thinking, oh, another number again, you know. Correct. I mean, I know I'm. Yeah. But it's funny for a gig. A charity gig. A charity gig. I know I'm sexy. A place where you need to be. Yeah, 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 yeah. So she's like, read this when you're done. I was like, <laughs> thank you. I'm married. <laughs> but I'll take it for the sweat. Um. And it was brought, I was brought down to earth very quickly because when I got home, found this uh, napkin in my pocket. And then I read, and then it wasn't a letter on the napkin. And she said, it's so weird. She says, Emo, tonight you saved my life. I was about to commit suicide. I was on the brink of committing suicide. And something told me to come watch your show. I have never laughed as I did. Tonight, I discovered there's still joy inside me. Thank you for saving my life. Wow. Now, this is 20, 30 people sitting there. My point being, your mind must always regress. If there's 500 people, you perform like there's 500 people, regardless of whether there's 10 or 5. Because as the four money of your bow side, as it's say, not altered bow. Exactly. Uh, I see no shortcuts. We are doing this because we're trying to get a high end result. And that day, I vowed I will never skimp on a show again. If you set your foot on stage, 100%. Yeah. 
I'm going to put in like the time, I'm going to put in the work just so that everybody can feel uplifted, elevated, mentally sound. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's why I'm an ambassador for laughing is the best medicine because yeah. you just never know what the next person is going through, Absolutely. which falls onto the lean on me, you're not alone. Absolutely. Do, do you know what I mean? Absolutely. So this is why I do what I do. Ladies and gentlemen, he can now add inspirational speaker to that as well. That book is also, coming. The, the book, book is coming. It's got to. Yeah. You know that is next for you. It's about the only thing. Don't even say so, that. But, but you put it out in the I'll universe. And, and, and Bill, I'm telling you now, it would be such a great read, your life story. In actual fact, you'd have to think, well, what, what, I'd have to leave so much out. Because it has to be like a, like a three-chapter series. This year, the first, second, third. And the one thing that I wanted to touch on, I know that we're running out of time, is your how you've managed to balance your life. Because, you know, you're, you are naturally a yes person. You're not a no person. By nature, you choose to be a yes person. And that gets you and I into a lot of trouble. 100%. Because the, the, every single person wants a sticky fun emo. Everybody. And I mean everybody. People listening to this podcast now are going, I love that he must come talk here. He must come. And, and fortunately, when a thousand hundred million people want you and a piece of you and yeah. there's only just one emo Adams it is so taxing on you and your life and so you have balance you've got an amazing family structure you like me have a wife that goes let me see that diary of yours you forget it you see this 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 and that we're not doing that we are going to go and spend time as a family on that day and that day and that day 100%. and you are saying no and it's a tough thing as an entertainer to say no to anybody but you know what those partners of ours are 100% right we need to be now, especially more than ever, cognizant of being able to say no as opposed to saying yes. And it's not to be ugly. It's yeah. not that we don't want to be involved in every charity and we don't want to spread our time amongst good causes and 100%. causes that are relevant. And But there's only so much of our time and you are a yes person. So finding that balance, it's so lovely to watch you in, in this time and, and season of your life being able to say Yes, no, this is a, what realistically I can and can't do. Yeah. And and it's it's made you look, like I said, like a young man, like the man I met you 30 years ago, you know? Thank you. I'm glad you touched on that because I think a lot of people don't know uh, whether it's be career-based or not. The same power that is in a yes is the same positive power that's in a no. Yes. Because your no is a benefit to you. Do, do you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, it's back at you. And, and I think when you, uh, a younger folk like we were back in the day, uh, the no was an offensive thing. Sure. It wasn't. It was seen as a negative. Yeah. And I will never forget. David Cromer always said to me, um, "When you become famous to the point when it's okay to say no, yeah. you'll understand." I love that. I love that. <laughs> and I, I could never understand. And in, in the moment, I was like, I don't understand. I want to say yes to everything. Yeah, yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah. But now, market yield But, but, but now. But I mean, fast forward, like I've been uh, asked to do a few movies where there's like a gangster roles and stuff. And then I was like, no, that is yeah. not the, that's not the narrative, narrative I think should be out there right now. So you need to say, you need to know when to say no. And there's a positive power within that. Mm. Super inspirational, entertainer of note, family man, dad, husband, and super lecker oak. Emo Adams, thanks for joining us. Stay tuned for this song. <laughs> no, just just this is a podcast it's not with songs. <laughs> a huge thanks like subscribe share on Apple and uh, importantly uh, keep tuning in every single week as we bring you the latest in health matters from Sipla Ima Adams thank you so much sir thank you man you've just enjoyed health matters with Sipla